All right, and uh, those of you following the World Cup, the uh, USA beat Iran one to nothing. USA victorious over Iran one to nothing uh, today and Saturday. The Netherlands, uh, the opponent of Team USA, that'll be at nine a.m. Uh, Josh Schmidt is wearing his uh, USA soccer shirt today in commemoration. Uh, Josh loves all sports, and anytime I have a sports question, I just turn it over to Josh and let him do the show. So, well, it's easier for me. I mean, come on, man. I mean, just saying. Uh, glad you are here. And uh, I, just a reminder, this is not a show about me, but I do take stuff from my life, and I try to apply it to other people, meaning you, uh, to make it an interesting topic for everybody. And on uh, Facebook today, saw this thing about space heaters and how space heaters should not be put into power strips. And I thought, first of all, okay, is this one of those things on Facebook that is true or not true? So we looked it up, and it is true. Don't plug your space heater into power strips. And preferably... Uh, what the manufacturers suggest is that you plug them into a wall outlet and there's nothing else in that outlet. The space heater owns that outlet. Personally, I don't own a space heater. I will never own a space heater because I don't trust them. I also don't have any candles in the house. Well, there's one, and it's for decorative purposes only. It does not get burned. I can't stand candles. Christmas trees. We had a lady the last hour. The dog, the family dog, bit a wire on the Christmas lights, and the tree went up, and the house got burned down. I mean, this stuff actually happens to people. Uh, maybe you are a uh, firefighter. Maybe you've been uh, somebody who's lost everything because of a fire. I can't think of anything more destructive than that. Um, I, I would love to take your call. Also, uh, there's something else. Uh, this is from, uh, we'll call it an email, Frontier Airlines is discontinuing its customer service helpline. The initial response is, good, who cares? Nobody helps anyways. Yesterday, I was on the phone with my doctor's office to arrange for blood work and listened for 40 minutes as I was caller number 18. You are caller number 17 in the queue. You are caller number 16 in the queue. Later, called a physical therapy office to dispute a bill, ended up hanging up and sending an email that will likely go unanswered. So the question would be, why is the most important thing a business can do the worst thing they actually do? And it's a great, it's a great question. And without naming businesses, uh, maybe just naming like doctors. Well, no, not naming doctors, but uh, is it calling doctors' offices? Is it calling pharmacies? Is it calling airlines? What are you sick of as far as being on hold? And I look, I joke about it, okay, because um, <laughs> I've been going through some stuff, and um, every single day it seems that instead of doing things I'd rather be doing. I'm on the phone, just like this emailer listening to, you are caller number 15 in the queue. Your call is important to us. Please hang on. Think to myself, if my call is important to you, why aren't there more people answering the effing phone? 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. And frankly, I will tell you, I'm, I, this Frontier Airlines doing away with its customer service that is a sucky thing because 
we were in Fort Lauderdale for the Bills game, and that was right around the time Ian was churning up, and we figured that there would be a mass exodus from South Florida with the hurricane coming, so we came back Monday when we were supposed to come back on Wednesday. Uh, turns out that uh, we perhaps overreacted, but we could not take the chance of being stranded in Florida uh, and maybe trying to find a rental car or trying to find a flight, but the Frontier Airlines customer service lady, if it wasn't for the customer service lady, uh, it would have been very, very difficult for us to change flights, even though they socked us an extra fee to uh, change the flights. It, it was a big fee at that. But when you call places, what kinds of places are you calling where you're sick of being on hold, just interminably? It, it, it's ridiculous. Uh, even even the pharmacy. And have you ever stood in line at the pharmacy? Um, and, and like every place else, they've got staffing concerns and staffing issues, and you'll be standing there. You'll see the pharmacy people running around like busy bees. You have two calls on hold. You have three calls on hold, and it just mounts and it builds. And it's just it, it has never been as difficult as it is to get through to anybody as it is right now. I mean, this can't just be the emailer's experience. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Of course, the all-time favorite is, please listen carefully as our menu options have recently changed. Ladies and gentlemen, I've said this for years, everybody's menus options have recently changed. Have you noticed that? Everybody at the same time changed their menu option. Then they have the balls to say, would you like to stay on the line for a customer service survey? It'll only take five minutes of your time. Are you kidding me? No, I don't want to spend any more time on the phone. Thank you very much. Let's go to Brenda in uh, Buffalo. Brenda, you are on WBEN. You're calling in about the, uh, the fire topic because I'm a little nervous about house fires. Yes, yes. I, hi, Tom. Yeah, you know who I am. Uh, yes, uh, and I just wanted to also make a note that I just uh, a friend of mine just had a fire at her house, and she, where she lost everything, but it was due to really carelessness, not a space. Uh, she was smoking and left her cigarette by her oxygen tent. Now, um, now her oxygen. Now, to me, I didn't even I, knowing how her health was. I didn't even know she had, was still. Smoking. So that was the thing. And I was like, wow. Good Lord. She's luckily to be alive, but she is at a hotel and she and I'm like, wow. But I do use a space heater. In fact, I have a space heater, the old um, space heaters that heat up the house. However, uh, the big space heater, which just got re redone, it had a new coupler put in uh, a burning coupler. So the power it has the automatic power and everything but i do have the electrical i do use the electrical space heaters but i usually plug them either in the i, I put i use like the yellow those big heavy duty cords a, a yellow heavy duty cord and i only have one in it and that's the only thing in that one power outlet and i only use it if i'm in the room and just need a little more warmth in the room because it's in the front room but the space heater i use does can warm the whole house, but the gas people are, are not as kind to me even with that. So <laughs> I oh. have to be—I have to be, uh, you know, uh, a little thrifty-minded. So I just keep the uh, keep it on long enough. Use the regular space heater just to keep the uh, 
keep the warmth in the house. And just if I go in the room and it's still not warm enough, uh, I might turn on just one of those electric heaters. But I also want to tell you about my my ghostly uh, microwave. I have to unplug my appliances, especially the microwave, because it has a habit of coming on by itself. I was in a room, oh, no. and I'm hearing buttons pushed. And I'm saying, what is that? The next minute, I go in the kitchen, my microwave is going, and it's set at the defrost. And I was like, are you serious? So it kept happening to where I just automatically unplug it because in case I'm out of town or I'm not home, I don't want it coming on and, and turning on and setting the fire. My dear, my dear, get a new microwave. Please get a new microwave. <laughs> you know, I think it's. I, at first I said, I know it's not my husband. He can't be doing this to me. No, he, he would do something <laughs> loving because you loved him very much. Um, yes, man, I, yes. that is that is a ghostly microwave. But I, I just had an idea about your house. Uh, you might want to call some insulation companies because if your home gets that cold, you would be shocked at, at what a huge difference insulation and, and new windows can make. And I'm not trying to sell you anything here, and I don't know what your budget happens to be right now, but uh, there, I tell you, I'm a big believer in insulation and quality windows as far as saving energy. Yeah, I I rent here, but uh, I rent here. I've been here a good while, and I've been thinking of, uh, of, of 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 possibly in the near future leaving. My daughter would like for me to leave, but I have a very it's a big house with four bedrooms, a washroom, attic, basement, and it's I pay very little in comparison to what you would actually think that I pay. I pay less than seven hundred. Oh my for lord! Whole house. Well, that's uh, kind of hard to argue with. Uh, I guess you'll you'll take the the risk of the space heater, but you're always there when it's on, so you know, it's less of a yeah. risk of, of damage to you. Brenda, it's always uh, it's always nice to hear from you, my love. I'm glad you called. Thank you very much. Thanks, Brenda. All right, there's uh, Brenda, sweetheart of a woman who uh, she's been through a lot uh, over the past few years. Let's go to uh, Greg in Corfu. Greg, you're on W B E N. Uh, you're calling in about the on-hold situation. Yeah, it very much parallels the whole customer service issue, but it goes to the bigger companies, be it utilities or whatever. But for like 27 times in a row, the message will start out, due to higher than anticipated <laughs> volume, your call may be delayed. Well, if for 27 times in a row you got it wrong, don't you think you should add some staff? Um, yes. What I got, what I got today was due to high call volume. Really? Because I get that every time, just like you do. That, due to high call volume. Well, hi, you're right. Hire some more freaking people if you can find them. Bingo, bingo. Yeah. Because well, you're right. It's hard to find people that actually want to work. There isn't a business I know. Do, do you know any business uh, or business owners who are saying, "Wow, I just can't, I just can't keep up with the demand for jobs at my establishment. These people are you know, practically digging up corpses at the cemetery and bringing them into work." Yeah, yeah, I, that's not the way I was raised. I'm sure the same for yourself. Um, no, but I, I just, just want to chime in. All right, th thank you very much. And, and here's here's the thing that that is confusing. Maybe you figure this out. Nobody seems to want to work, but everybody's got money to spend. You can't all be showing your nips on just fans. 
or OnlyFans, whatever whatever that website is. You can't all be doing that, right? You can't all be doing foot fetish things online. There's just there's so many foot fetish things you can do. I never quite got that, but uh, you know whatever floats your boat, I guess. A couple of things on the agenda. Number one, fires scare me. House fires scare me. I'm one of those guys who unplugs every kitchen appliance unless it is being used. I've heard things about air fryer fires where the air fryer's on, power goes out, air the power goes back on, air fryer starts, a kitchen fire. Um, the Christmas tree, that's age old. And also uh, uh, being on hold indefinitely without naming specific businesses. Uh, you want to tell us about your experiences and how frustrating it is trying to actually talk to a real person? See, you get through to this show, you talk to Josh. Talk to Josh Schmidt. You got a live person. You don't have a machine saying, your call is important to us, so please hold the line. I uh, should start you, saying that. You could. Oh, no, please don't. Please. You, you are caller number one in the queue. You know, it was funny. Today, I was caller number one in the queue, and then suddenly I dropped back to caller three in the queue. That had never happened before. Uh, Dan, on the west side, you are on WBEN. Hello. How are you? Yes, sir. Um, I have to – we can shorthand this very easily by saying anything with heater elements or coils. Um needs to be used with extreme caution. And one device people don't know is very bad, very bad. Coffee makers with timers should operate them manually or not get them at all. Um, and why Why is that, Dan? Oh, just the fires that they cause. Um, the, the time, you know, relying on electronics for your life is not a good, uh, not a good plan. And... Um, you know, oh, but there. By the way, in the '80s, there were two space heaters, two types of space heaters that were developed that are much safer because they operated in much lower temperatures. Um, the ones with the ceramic heating elements, but the problem with those is there were countless shabby copies that the, the use of the word ceramic and the labeling was deceptive, and. Um, the a radiator type that had a different type of filling that also operated at a much, much, you know, milder temperature. But I don't even see those in the stores anymore, either one. So, um, I, you know, so, of course, anything with a coil or heating element should never be used with, with an extension cord. And, the, and that's been known for all my life. But when you're adding the power the power strip, well, the power strip is an extension cord with a device. So, you know, all of these things, all this applies to anything with a heating coil or a heating element. Um, you know, extreme caution or, as you do, not at all. Yeah, um, absolutely. Not not at all. Not Not plugged into the wall. Just no space heater at all. Well, like I said, the, the ones that were safer... The ceramic heating element ones, you could knock over, and they and well the first the device the safety device would turn it off, but also it didn't burn hot enough to cause a fire. You could put your hand up to the thing and not burn yourself. Um, but again, it's I don't even see those in the stores anymore, so that's an, a moot point. And um, you know, and the ones in the radiator types that burned at a at a much uh, higher or much lower temperature, you know. Um, again, try to find one though. So that's another. Uh, these things are mostly at, at 
big box stores and 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 discount stores, and and um, so the the shabby copies are mostly what most of what you see. And, that, um, that is unfortunate. Uh, Dan, thank you uh, very much for the call. Appreciate hearing from you, sir. Thank you. All right. Uh, thank you. And uh, there's this uh, meme on Facebook uh, reminding you that if you have a space heater, plug it into the wall. Do not use a power strip. So I started thinking about my fear of a house fire. And, and are, are there certain things that you just will not have in your house because you, too, are scared of a house fire, like candles, a natural Christmas tree? Um, you don't smoke in your house, perhaps. Don't smoke near your oxygen. My goodness. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. And also this uh, society where we're spending hours and hours and hours on hold um, waiting for things, especially in healthcare. The uh, primary doctor I used literally had a nurse on hold to get an authorization code for over one hour an hour of an rn's time to get one authorization code un freaking believable yep Yeah, all right. I, I, I like the older Christmas songs, not going to lie. Of course, it shouldn't be any big surprise. Uh, anyway, welcome, because we all like you know, that with which we grew up, right? Anyway, uh, welcome. It is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. Have a couple of things uh, that I want your calls on uh, this hour. First of all, well, the rest of the show, actually. Uh, first of all, um, on Facebook, uh, somebody put something up about space heaters and not plugging them into power strips. And I did a little bit more research into it because I wanted to make sure that what was on Facebook was actually true. And it turns out that it is, that uh, every uh, every year a lot of fires start because people plug space heaters into power strips. And those space heaters can be powerful little devils, right? And I, personally, I've never been a big fan of space heaters at all. Uh, I don't like space heaters. I don't have any space heaters in the house. I'll never have a space heater in the house. Also, we'll never have a, uh, a a candle in the house unless it's just decorative purposes only because, to me, open flame inside, you're asking for a fire. Now, am I a little bit neurotic about it? I guess you could make that argument. Um Curler irons that stay plugged in, blow dryers that stay plugged in, not at my house. Everything that isn't being used, with some exceptions, uh, things that I consider to be the most uh, fire hazardly, uh, those uh, those are unplugged. You won't find anything plugged up, uh, plugged in in my kitchen except, uh, let's see, the stove, the microwave, and the refrigerator. Everything else, you want to make yourself uh, something with the with the air fryer, going to have to plug it in. You want to make a bagel, toast it, you got to plug it in first. Then when you're done, it's going to be unplugged. It's just, uh, I don't know, it's weird. And as far as the leading causes of fires, um, cooking is number one. Uh, they advise if you uh, are sleepy or have consumed booze, and I would add to that, or weed, don't use the oven or stove. Something that irked one of our previous callers. 
Keep your stovetop clear of anything that can catch fire, including oven mitts, wooden utensils, food packaging, towels, or curtains. And how many times have you been to somebody's house and you've seen a pizza box left on top of the stove? And it doesn't, excuse me, it doesn't take much for a kid who's not paying attention to accidentally turn on the oven. Uh, I've accidentally turned on the oven when I've bent over for something, fortunate, the stove rather, uh, the, the gas things on top of the, the burners there on top of the stove. I accidentally turned uh, those on, fortunately, uh, escaped without injury. Uh, heating equipment is high on the list of what causes house fires. Electrical systems and equipment, well, that's pretty broad. Candles, and last but not least, oh, there's smoking and Christmas trees. Those are your leading causes of, uh, of house fires, and it seems about right to me. If you've ever listened to the uh, uh, fire scanners, check out the number of calls that go out for meat on the stove, which is a fancy way of saying cooking fire. Uh, 803-0930 is the phone number. Uh, do, do you have a uh, – uh, I, I, I don't want to say pet peeve, but do you have a uh, something that some people think you are neurotic about when it comes to house fires and trying to prevent them. See, I don't think you can be cautious enough because a house fire will turn your life upside down. Everything you own is gone. Every suit, every pair of jeans, every pair of underwear is gone. Every photograph of every loved one is gone. Unless you've digitized them and backed them up, they are gone. Okay, everything you will have to start from scratch. And by the way, uh, one of the things that uh, we heard during the boom in the housing prices, make sure that your home insurance policy has kept pace with what the actual value of your home happens to be, because uh, you might have insured your house for two hundred thousand dollars. Now it's a $450,000 house. You want to make sure that you are insured for what the value of the home replacement really would be, right? I mean, I'm not claiming to be an insurance expert, but I've heard people talking about that. So uh, are you a little bit uh, freaked out by the possibility of a house fire? And I will tell you that I'm, uh, again, I think I'm very, very cautious. I, I, I joke about being neurotic, but I don't think it's really neurosis. I just think it's it's just common sense because I've seen a lot of house fires in my lifetime uh, as a young journalist in particular, and they're horrible things to watch. And uh, people seeing their entire lives burned down, and hopefully everybody got out okay, including, by the way, the family pets. Hopefully they got out okay. Uh, also, uh, Frontier Airlines is doing away with its customer hotline, which I think is a mistake. Frontier Airlines' customer hotline enabled us to switch our flights when Ian was honing in on Florida, but... Being on hold, how much time every day are you spending on hold being told your caller number 10 in the queue? Then you wait. Your caller number 9 in the queue. And as I said earlier today, I was caller number 1 in the queue, and it's never happened before. I got bumped back to caller 3 in the queue. That was at a doctor's office. I couldn't believe it. All right, uh, let me give you the phone numbers to call. Still time to hear from you on WBEN, 803-0930, star 930 on the cell phone, and 1-800-616-WBEN. If you've ever had a house fire, 
Um, you want to talk, call in and tell us how horrible it was and what caused it. You might educate some people and help some people out, do them a real solid. And being on hold, you know, I, I usually tell you guys when to call, when you might not want to call. This is a good time to call because your, your hold time will not be long. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. And when you call in, you talk to a real live person. His name is Josh, and uh, yeah, he's not a computer voice saying, you're number five in the queue. It's not going to happen. Uh, I don't want to give corporate any ideas, though, Josh. Let's go to uh, Lisa in Evans on WBEN. Hello. Hi, Tom. I just want to thank you for taking my call. I just wanted to let you know that there was one very important thing that was left off of your list of things that causes fires, and that's the uh, family dryer where we dry our clothes. Oh, yeah, that I think would be covered under uh, electrical equipment, uh, or would it be covered under natural gas? It, well, I'll tell you what, in any event, that's it's, it's funny you mention that because that is one of my personal uh, bugaboos when it comes to house fires. Mentioned that earlier on in the show. I will not leave the house with the clothes dryer running. I won't do it. Well, not only that, my husband's a Buffalo uh, fire uh, lieutenant on Buffalo Fire, and he instilled and ingrained in my head that you absolutely must clean the dryer vent after every single load, no matter what, and stick a vacuum down that uh, when you pull it out every once in a while. Uh, wait, you mean the, the lint trap? Yes. Okay, yeah, the, the lint trap. And you also want to make sure that the hose, the exhaust, would you call it an exhaust hose that, that is vented yeah. out? You want to make sure that that is clear of, uh, of, of lint and stuff like that. And, and dryer fires are real serious business. Yep. Uh, yep. Is there anything else that uh, your husband has impressed upon you based on his career as a uh, Buffalo firefighter? in particular, in commercial buildings where it says, please leave door shut, that leads to a stairwell. The reason for that is if there really is a fire, you can't get out if you left the door open to the stairwell. So that's something all businesses should really consider. Um, yeah, very. I haven't really seen too much of that. Um, on, the, on the other topic, Lisa, have you... Uh, have you had a hard time getting a hold of any real person in any calls you've made? Not specific businesses. We don't want them named, but. Oh, yeah. I've, I've been put on hold. You're number 23 in the queue. <laughs> could, could you imagine if it was that way when you called 911? You are caller 50 oh in the queue. You know, you're in the process of being assaulted or your house is in the process of burning down. You are now number 49 in the queue. Your call and emergency are important to us. Thank goodness we do not have that problem here. No, we do not. Uh, thank you kindly, Lisa. I appreciate the phone call. Um, yeah, dryers, again, don't don't laugh. Don't laugh. Dryer fires are a real thing. They really happen. And actually... I uh, was talking about that at Thanksgiving with mom, and we both share that particular um, uh, cautious attitude toward the clothes dryers because she will not leave the house with the dryer running. I will leave the house with the washing machine running. I've only heard around here of one fire in a washing machine, um, and I'm not even sure what caused that fire. 
uh, in in recent times. But there's a whole bunch of uh, drier fires that have ha- uh, taken place around here in recent times. Uh, let's go to Yvette on a cell phone. Uh, Yvette, welcome. You're on WBEN. Hi. Yes, I was just calling about the electrical fire because we had an incident at my office where uh, um, another staff member's office um, caught on fire. I was in my office and I could smell something. And we all, you know, have our space heaters in our offices. And we also have surge protectors. Well, here um, I was walking around trying to figure out what was burning, what I could smell burning. And here I peeked in his office. He was sitting there on his computer and his space heater was on fire inside his um, surge protector cord and it was all morphed together and it was all black and flames were just coming out just when I went in there and I'm like oh my god and I said his name I said you you're you're on fire in here he goes oh I didn't even know it I said I've been running around trying to figure out where this smells coming from and I was yeah and yeah. You know, horrible. okay, that's that's really interesting. There's two thoughts here crossing the mind. Number one is, was he that oblivious and that much of an egghead that he got so engrossed in his work, or did the fumes from the fire confuse and confound the brain? Probably both. <laughs> well, no, smoke inhalation is the biggest cause of death. It's not burning to death, it's smoke inhalation. I wonder if maybe the guy was, uh, what's the word, hypoxic because of the... Uh, uh, because of I don't the... know, but yeah, but that was scary, and I was like, I was shaking, and I was like, I've seen the, you know, it, I've seen the what causes when you plug in a space heater into a surge protector. It, yeah, that is a violate uh, a fire vi- code violation, and I've had a couple fires at my house too, which has been scary. Oh, so what happened I, with your house fires, my love? Um, the first one. The investigator deemed it suspicious, so it, you know, so there was a couple people we could imagine. We were gone away to work, and um, somebody set the back corner of the house on fire, and I got the phone call that my house was on fire, and I work in Buffalo and live in Lewiston, and I had to fly home. And um, somebody rescued all my dogs, got them away from the house, because I had a bunch of wiener dogs. And then um, the, it ripped. It went up across the kitchen. We had, like, a, a moon roof in our kitchen. And the Red Cross put us up for a couple days. And then um, we got the roof fixed so we could go back home. Wow. Uh, we, yeah, we couldn't stay there for a while because then the electric had to be looked at and everything. But um, ironically... The fire stopped. For some reason, I had gotten this postcard in the mail, and it had a beautiful angel on it. And I was like, ooh, I'm going to put this over here, you know, over by my light switch going into the living room. But it was in the kitchen, and I just taped it to the kitchen wall. That's where the fire stopped, was uh, just above that picture well the angel should have been doing the angel should have been doing her job and keeping the arsonist from his foul ways yes and then the other fire happened when um the flames came out of an outlet and so we called the fire department and they came come to find out there was water dripping in the roof in between the walls that we couldn't see 
and it was dripping on electrical cords, and it was starting a fire in the wall, which that was a learning lesson for me because I did not know water dripping. I guess, you know, that's a dummy thing. Water dripping on electrical cords sparks fires. Who would think that? Well, no, but you had no way of knowing that the water had infiltrated your wall. That's why you've got a roof and gutters, but sometimes uh, they, they don't work. I- Yvette, I'm, I'm sorry that you've been through all this stuff. I'm grateful you called but in. But Thank- I didn't even know. Yeah, but I didn't even know that water caused fires on wires. Oh, well, yeah. Um, it was, well, you, you saw what happened, but th- yeah, this, thank- was, this was like 10 years ago. Well, you're, you're much wiser now, Yvette. Thank you very much for anyway, the call. Yes, so, all right. Thank night. you, my dear. I must, I must move along. Received a text from uh, my electric company saying, Hey, you guys! No, it said uh, that they're standing by for uh, the heavy winds, and uh, I don't doubt it. Um, they, uh, they've been pretty proactive uh, with that stuff, and that's, uh, that's good because nobody likes to be out of power. I don't know how many of you have those whole house generators. Um, always, always wanted to get one. Just never, somehow just never got around to it and uh, regret it every time I hear there's high winds in the offing. Of course, then again, if I had one, I'd probably freak out about the uh, the fire hazard. I've never heard of a fire being start, being started by a whole house generator, but I'm just, I'm just saying. I used to know somebody who got a whole house generator about a week before the October surprise storm. True story. Uh, anyway, uh, it's it's been very very interesting, and uh, you know I, I hope uh, now the the call of the day if you missed it was a guy who called in uh, within the first two hours of the show. We're talking about where you've hit a deer. The guy Dave from Bliss claimed to have killed with his vehicle forty one deer, including one that he had to whack to death with a crowbar as he was driving along because the deer became stuck in his car. Now, we have uh, relegated Dave's story of 41 deer uh, to the realm of uh, fantasy and delusion. Um, the crowbar thing was, like, just over the top. Did not you, Did you find the crowbar thing just to be a, a, a little bit too Godfather-esque, uh, Josh? Yeah, I mean, I understand, like, if you're, if you're going to hit a deer, like, sometimes you're going to have to take care of it after it's done, but, like, that's... A little far fetched for my for my opinion. And yes, I will I will say people hit a lot of deer, but forty one? Like how do you keep track? You know, like I, I just little marks on the side of your car like the World War II <laughs> fighters did, I guess. I don't I that's just it's too much for me. I, I don't know. Because you've hit three. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, only one caused damage. Real, now that's surprising. Yeah, yeah. One, one was uh, it was the first night my mom had a new car. She let me take it to a friend's house for. Uh, we were doing a bonfire. It was the middle of summer, and uh, deer jumped out in front of me. I hit it. It got up, ran away. No damage to the car. I was so scared. I turned around, went home, and I was like shaking when I handed back the keys. I'm like, I'm sorry, I hit a deer. I'm sorry, I hit a deer, and there was no damage. My dad went out and looked at it. He said, "You got a horseshoe somewhere because." There's no damage on the new car. So, wow. yeah. Not only that, but then you end up working with me. So you really do have a horseshoe, but it's nothing compared to the horseshoe with which Kathy Hochul was born. <laughs> now, That's she, for sure. she, now, she has a golden horseshoe in her posterior. She'll be the first woman elected president. I'm telling you. 